Hello and welcome to Easy Operations, episode 45. My name is Ron. As usual, I'm joined by James. Yo! And Mondo. Hey, 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 hey. Guys, we took a bit of a break, so pardon us if there's been a, a break in the episodes and you've been counting on us, you've been dying for an episode, but, uh, you know, we had some appointments and some clashes of schedules, and I went on vacation, James went on vacation, Mondo was hanging out, doing his thing, and uh, we couldn't get a chance to record a show, but we're back and ready and ready to do this. And you know what we're ready for? Feedback, right, Ron? Okay, well, yeah, let's let's bring it up front, because... You know, I usually like to ask for show feedback. Sometimes I ask for it at the beginning, sometimes in the end of the episode. But uh, we want to mention it up front. If you have any ideas for the show, if you don't like certain segments, if you want us to maybe focus on only one movie per, per episode or, you know, different things that you might like or you don't like, let us know. We would appreciate it. We're just trying to make the show better. We're not experts. We're still learning here as we go. So please, any feedback you give us would be highly appreciated. And you can send that to easyoperationsqa at gmail.com or even just post a comment on the Facebook page on the Easy Operations Podcast Facebook page. So please let us know. I do a check every episode and I always get like deflated when I'm like, oh man, no, no show feedback. But we'll see. Maybe somebody can send me a nice little email. Let us know you're listening. And you know what? Look, I'm going to say it like this. Even if you don't have any questions or specific ideas for the show, just let us know, hey, I listen, and uh, keep doing what you're doing. That would be highly appreciated. So with that in mind, let's get right to it. Mondo, how have you been, sir? I've been doing pretty good. Um, first things first, uh, we, me and James, we love Rick and Morty. And then uh, this past week, I found out that they brought back the Sesuan sauce. I hope I'm, hopefully I'm saying it correct. Um, I tried that sauce, guys, and I got to say, you know what? Once was enough for me. I don't want to keep eating this thing again. It's just like a tangy mix of uh, teriyaki sauce and barbecue sauce. It's just a little bit sweeter. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. At first, I was like, yeah, this is great. Then I kind of put it down <laughs> after a, a second go at it. I was just like, okay, it's it's all right. It's, Did it's you have not to like uh, fight like a bunch of nerds in line and, and you know, <laughs> line up for long hours? Uh, no, no fighting the nerds, no fighting <laughs> off those crazy Rick and Morty fans, which I do love. There's just some of them that take it over the top. Uh, but other than that, man, uh, that was pretty cool. Also, guys, I got this cool little device, the Chromecast uh, TV, uh, 4K capabilities. Um, I really like it. It's it's really easy to use. Uh, it's hands-free. It doesn't come with an extra remote or anything because your telephone is a remote. So whatever you have, like playing like YouTube, uh, you know, I like watching anime, so I'm watching uh, Crunchyroll, and I can just you know hit the button, and it's streaming on my television. Uh, I do got to say this though, I forgot that my monitor in my room doesn't have any speakers. So at first I was like, "Wow, this thing isn't working. Where's my volume?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh no, wait, uh, this thing doesn't have any speakers." So I put it out in the living room. Works great. I love it. It's easy to use, and you don't have to be tech savvy. So if you're one of those people. Not really tech savvy like myself. If you're more tech savvy like you know James and Ron, you know go with something else. But if it's it's easy to use, highly recommend. It's uh, about seventy, maybe eighty dollars in total with tax. I love it. And also over the weekend, I think it was this past weekend. I'm trying to remember, yes, it was. Uh, got engaged. So wow, you yeah. buried the lead there, Mondo. I think you should have probably led with that. <laughs> no, no, I'm saving the best for last. Okay. You know? <laughs> well, congratulations. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. First and foremost, how was how did everything go? Give us the deets. Oh man! <laughs> All right. So um, basically, uh, I, I got the I got the ring because I mailed or ordered the the, the ring. Uh, so I got the package and. I totally forgot to get rid of the all, all the boxes and such. And when my girlfriend came to visit me on, I believe it was either Friday or Saturday night, she's like, "Hey, babe, you know what's that?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, it's like it, it's a gift for you. Just you know, uh, you know, I'll tell you when the time is right." So you know, we so you had this uh, pretty planned far in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I totally forgot to get rid of like, kind of like, you know, the evidence or any kind of like, you know, hints or, or clues to what it was that I wanted to do. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite a surprise even to us. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a well-kept yeah. secret. 
Yeah, and uh, we went to a ska show uh, that Saturday night, and when we came back, uh, she was still asking questions like, hey, you know, what, what was inside the box? And, you know, we're getting ready for bed, and I'm like, okay, uh, just, you know, uh, close your eyes, put the cover over your head. Like, I don't want you to see. I don't want you to peek. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you do, you do a blanket over her like a bird or what? No, ghost. <laughs> Halloween ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she, she, she draped it over her head herself. So I was just like, okay, so I got the... I got the little box with the ring inside, you know, and uh, she wasn't seeing this because, you know, her head's under the covers and, and whatnot. Uh, took a knee and then I'm starting to spiel. I'm like, hey, you know what? And then, you know, she, she, you know, she takes the cover off her head. And then, you know, as soon as I can finish my line or begin to say my line, she just said yes. And I was like, whoa, cool. <laughs> Excuse me as I'm coughing. Um, That was like. Like I was relieved. I, I was like having almost a panic attack because what if she said no or just kind of like said something negative? I'd be like, uh, yeah, about that ring, you know. But no, I'm glad she said yes, and uh, I know she's hearing this right now. She's like, um, babe, really? <laughs> yes, sweetheart, I, I love you, and I'm I'm glad you love me back. And uh, once we get everything organized, uh, we will give you a date, uh, a time, and a place, and. All that good stuff, guys. So uh, I'm really excited. I'm happy. And this is really exciting. This is uh, treading new waters, so to speak. Absolutely. And so, Well, that's great news, yeah, Manda. Yeah, so it's a big uh, life decision, and uh, I wish you the best. Uh, thank you. Same sir. here. Yeah. Thank you both, man. All right. Well, James, what about you? Did you uh, get married again? Uh, we have not renewed our vows yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe- <laughs> Maybe in a in a, a decade or so, but uh, I for me it was wasn't as eventful as Mondo it seems like. But we went to uh, take a little short vacation through, to Mammoth Mountain, uh, and what a extreme change of pace in weather! Uh, I can definitely tell right off the bat that uh, I'm definitely an LA guy and don't know how to deal with a lot of conditions that are over there in terms of driving. So. Uh, what I realized that regardless if you have an all-wheel drive car or not, you will slide and you will skid. Yes, sir. It's all about tires. 100%. I try to tell people that all the time. Get the appropriate tires. Did did you have the snow chains on or or no, just the tires themselves? I I had snow chains on my Prius, but I borrowed a uh, friend's all-wheel drive uh, vehicle since it was uh, blocking our driveway to do some errands while we're out there. Uh, uh, little to us known that we were caught in a severe snowstorm, which uh, iced up a lot of the roads. And uh, even as slow as I was going, uh, there was a point where I tried to make a turn. And the car turned all right, but it kept going one direction. And then oh uh, brakes didn't also work. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> oh boy. I, I totally uh, like crashed into a bunch of fresh powder. Thankfully, it was since it was so much of a storm. Uh, that it didn't damage the car wow. whatsoever, but I, but I couldn't get out. So that was the problem because no chains on the car no and traction. it was really storming, no traction. So it was quite a bummer. Had to call a tow truck to tow us out and then, uh, had to drive back, uh, was anxiety filled like crazy back to the house. And I said, Nope, I'm not driving for the rest of the day today. <laughs> that was quite an experience. And then for the following day, it was still storming. Uh, on the way to the mountain itself, to the lodge, uh, as we were going there, uh, there apparently was a huge avalanche that happened. So they closed the mountain by the time we got there. So we c- couldn't snowboard. Thankfully, we didn't get there earlier to for that to happen. Uh, so we just got snowed in essentially for the day. Uh, but thankfully, on the final day, it was a, little, a lot uh, sunnier. It was actually not storming for once. I was getting over the storm and the, and the ice and the snow. So we just went tubing, which is also fun its own right, but it's very tiring. And that was pretty much it. Uh, just a little getaway in, in a crazy snowstorm. For anyone going out there up in the snow, make sure to have snow chains at all times. Yeah, yes. or uh, winter tires, you know, because uh, just all seasons probably won't do it in those kind of strong conditions. So Yeah, it's, it was crazy. Yeah. Well, I myself did the opposite of that. It was funny how uh, we kind of did uh, opposite ends on our, in terms of our trips. I had some points on my credit card, and I cashed them in to get tickets for Hawaii for a long weekend. And I went to Honolulu on the island of Oahu. That's the capital of Hawaii. And uh, had a great time. We went to the beach. Uh, beautiful water there. Uh, it's a little cold, but you can still get into it. Um, 
I caught a first couple of days was rainy and gloomy, but it was still like 70 degrees. So it really didn't get in the way of doing the things that we wanted to do. We went hiking. We, uh, you know, ate fresh pokey. And uh, it was amazing. Had a great time. I even went snorkeling as well on a little coral reef. Did you have a lot of spam? Yeah. So that's the thing that everybody eats there. I'm not so much into that. And I don't think I had one thing with spam in it. Oh, wow. Not even you spam know what? Masubi? I take that back. I saw the masubi. And you know what's funny? There was a little masubi, highly rated place right across the street of my hotel. We just didn't end up going there. And we just were on the road and we went to other places instead. But I think they had a little continental breakfast at my hotel. And uh, one of the little pet pastries had uh, spam in it. So that was my one little piece of spam I had. Did you spit That's it cool. up? No, I, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, go to that? Uh, I don't know if it's still there, that lost exhibit? Um, for the well, show. the thing is, I I, I think Lost was f- uh, filmed on other islands, which was Kauai and maybe a little bit of Maui. So if there's mm-hmm. an exhibit, I don't know that it, I can see the actual locations. So um, not to mention, it's been a long time since that show's been filmed. So probably things have changed there. Who knows? True that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some movies, guys. Uh, enough of this vacation talk. Uh, oh. who, <laughs> who wants to uh, go first? Uh, I'll go. Per- I'll go first. I got a few to go through, and I'll go. I'll make it pretty quick. Uh, first two is uh, both Netflix originals. It is uh, one is a movie called Mute. It's a science fiction um, movie directed by Duncan Jones, who directed Moon, which is one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. Uh, I think I showed Mondo that one too Sam a long Rockwell. time back. Oh yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He's great in that. Uh, so what was what made me excited about this, not just because it was directed by him, is that it's also in the same universe as Moon, uh, which is pretty cool. It's not necessarily like a sequel, although there is a kind of like an Easter egg to Moon that continues uh, that storyline, but like very, very Easter eggy uh, fashion. But boy, was I disappointed in this movie. It uh, has interesting ideas um, and subplots. That's a lot of... The main character is the main issue, I think. He's another generic white dude that's just like bland and boring. And what makes it worse is that he's uh, essentially a mute as well. He doesn't speak, so it's all emotion-based. And his character and his storyline isn't as interesting as I wanted it to be. There's a subplot that involves Paul Rudd and uh, Justin Theroux's character, which is a lot more interesting. However, um, they're... Their scenes don't get better until near the second half of the movie. I do dig the world and the look. It's very, uh, I was also say, dirty, futurish, like Blade Runner, Fifth Element style. And I think that's the best thing I can give it. So uh, I was highly disappointed. Uh, I, I don't know what happened to this guy after Source Code. He started to go on a downhill. He did Warcraft and then this one was as Warcraft well. Was Warcraft any so good? It was okay. Not also, also disappointing as well nothing uh both of these movies are easily forgettable it's uh, a shame because uh, i was interested in the i like any sci-fi movie uh do you think there's anything redeeming on it like uh even knowing that it's bad because is there some fun moments to, that you can have through it uh the paul rudd stuff is the best parts of it and the most interesting however you have to neander through a lot of the main subplot basically the main plot is that he's he's, he's this mute guy that is in love with a uh, waitress at, at a bar that he works at. However, one day she goes missing and he doesn't know why. And that's pretty much the mystery that drives it, that he's looking for her. It may, she may be related uh, to the gangs or something, but she's missing is the main thing. And he finds out more secret details about her life and all this stuff. And uh, that stuff was not as interesting uh, in my opinion. But maybe you might like it. Maybe you give it a shot and you tell all me. Right. Uh, next one is more of a... Uh, uh, like a totally opposite spectrum. This one is called When We First Met. It's pretty much just a lowbrow comedy. I'm sorry, highbrow comedy. Uh, and that's pretty much Groundhog Day uh, rom-com, essentially. This dude uh, starts with a wedding of his girl that he's loved forever, but she's marrying some other dude. And he's always thinking about this day that he could have made a move that would have changed everything, and he ended up with her. And he goes into his photo booth so, of course, they never explain it. It's a magical photo booth that trans- transmits him back in time. And he keeps uh, doing different things to try to affect the outcome for him, uh, him and her to get together. Uh, so it, it's like Groundhog Day in the sense where he can keep retrying 
uh, that specific day. So I had a good time with it. It's not like a great movie or a good movie per se, but I was entertained. Yeah, by this it. is uh, with the guy from uh, Pitch Perfect at Workaholic. Oh, Workaholic. Or, or, or <laughs> Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Pitch Perfect. The singing guy, okay. uh, which is who is Adam yeah. Devine. So there mm-hmm. you go. I, I like him a lot, especially in Workaholics. Uh, so I, I find the, the, his brand of humor pretty funny, but that's not for everyone. Um, but, you know, give it a shot. It's more of like a, a fun popcorn-y style flick where it's just, it just uh, uh, um, more fun than good. Okay. And lastly, um, we, so using with movie passes, Annihilation. And this one, uh, I would say the trailer is kind of misleading um, of how the movie actually is. It's definitely more hard sci-fi. It's not as horror um, themed as I thought it would be. I would I would more in, be interested. The closest thing I can think of or uh, uh, say of is this movie is very, very similar to Alien Covenant where this group of scientists, there's something going on uh, in a particular place that involves the main person's husband and they pretty much go to research that. But in going into this uh, unknown, I don't want to say anything, but unknown sp- space, weird things happen uh, for whatever reason and these people kind of act uh, accordingly to the events that happened to it. And it also has a very similar, I would say, either you, a very polarizing ending. Uh, you either love it or hate it. But I d- thought it was okay. It could have been a lot better. I liked uh, some of the creature designs, I would say, and the general uh, idea of the movie, I guess you can say. Uh, but I would give, I would tell people it's a, a good mad name. Yeah, I'm very interested in this. How about you, Mondo? Any interest? A little bit, but you know what? It has uh, Natalie Portman, so I'm always interested <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah, she's good in that. Uh, also, Oscar Isaac is also. Good oh, my well. cousin, my brother, yes. <laughs> your brother. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, definitely, it's definitely a, a movie pass worthy uh, movie to cool. check out. All right. Well, for me, uh, I saw Icarus, and this is a movie that I had, or I should say, a documentary. I had this on my little queue or Netflix queue, what do you call it? You know, like your just list of movies you want to see on Netflix. And uh, I hadn't gotten around to it, but this actually ended up winning uh, best uh, documentary and Academy Awards. So that really spurred me to really see this. And uh, I downloaded and I saw this on the plane. And uh, this is a really interesting documentary. And in that it starts out one way and it's completely not about that. So I'll just set up how it initially is, which is this guy is a cyclist. He's a documentary director, and he was really like, man, that's messed up how uh, Lance Armstrong cheated, and, you know, I want to do some research on this, and and I want to do the same steroids that he did and the human growth hormones, and he, like, sets out a regimen to start reproducing those same uh, results because he wants to enter a race, and he wants to see how the steroids would affect him, and... uh, in, in, in the way that he starts researching this, he comes up on a German uh, scientist, I'm sorry, a Russian scientist, and that's really helping him guide him through the tests and how not to get detected by the, the testing that he, he would have gotten in this tournament. And this Russian guy, the scientist, are, ends up being someone that is really behind this huge uh, program of the Russians cheating in uh, nearly everything that they've performed in, in the Olympics and pretty much anything. Hey, those sneaky Russians, yeah. gotta love them. So uh, it's really interesting uh, and just, uh, I, I highly recommend it. If you enter documentaries and you kind of like this potentially subject of athletes and performance enhancement and, and what it takes to kind of uh, hide this information and all that. So his was it that the main guy's purpose is just to see the effects of the drugs on how it improved his performance, or he's actually trying to use it for? He was. He was going to use it for competition plus hide it. Oh. Um. <laughs> so try, try. So basically, he was willingly going to cheat and then see how yes. far he can so get away. So he had with done it. a certain race, which is really hard, and he placed like 14th, right? And so he that was his baseline, wow. and he wanted to see how much it could help him improve when he would do that the following year. Um, wow. But honestly, that's not even what it's about. It, it's about the Russian, you know, conspiracy to to cheat in all the Olympics. That's really what the movie's about. <laughs> so every year they try to cheat. Uh, okay. Basically, <laughs> they've been cheating this, the, this, this whole time. Story? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. So Sounds interesting. Are you saying Lance Armstrong is Russian? <laughs> no, he was just <laughs> cheating, period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, on that note, since we're laughing, uh, I recently recently saw a comedy uh, starring Jason Bateman. Uh, Game Night. Uh, that was a f- basically a brief synopsis of the movie. A you know using uh, I am. DB, a group of friends who meet regularly for game nights, find themselves trying to solve a murder mystery. Now, this movie, since it's a universal film, there's a lot of uh, little <laughs> little tie-ins and little references to universal movies. There's this uh, one character in particular. I'm see if I can get his name, but uh, he's like you're pretty much the uh, local idiot in the group or the uh, idiot in the uh, group of friends. And man, there's like so many good spots. Jason Bateman does a lot of good stuff, but this one character in particular, uh, let me see if I can get his name, pull him up really quick. I think it's, uh, wow, Jesse Clemens. Hopefully that's him. Uh, the images are kind of small From on Breaking my Bad. laptop right now. Yep. And um, man, this guy does a great job. It's just like every time he's on screen, it's like, dude, what are you going to say? Like, <laughs> what kind of goofy thing are you going to pull off? Uh, you know what? This movie is really really great it's a lot of fun if you just want to have a great laugh go out and see it or you guys can just wait until it comes out on you know netflix or whatever it's not one of those that you have to go see it was just one of those quirky movies i was like you know what let's have a good time let's go watch uh, me and my uh, fiance we loved it it was fun yeah this is one of those movies i really wanted to catch uh, as well it looks very fun and funny uh and it looks like it's more of a dark humor type of uh, thing which is totally my style. Oh yeah, and you're gonna enjoy this uh, one character, this cop. Uh, oh man, he just has like this stoic look, and he just talks real funny. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's really great. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good actors in this too. And uh, if you guys just want to go out and have some fun, this is the movie for you. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what about some TV shows? Let's uh, talk about those. I'll go quickly on mine. I was just trying to catch up on Dragon Ball Super um, because I, I like the Dragon Ball Z series. Um, so this, uh, I kind of binged it uh, this entire week. Uh, I did at least 35 episodes. <laughs> and I caught up to episode 29. And basically, you have Goku fighting for Universe 7 survival. That's the universe that they're in. And he has this crazy new form, Ultra Instinct, where basically once he releases all his mind and thoughts and actually moving and trying to fight, his body just reacts to everything. And he's pretty much uh, surpassed godlike powers, which is pretty cool. And so far, we're going to see if uh, his galaxy or his universe is able to survive. If not, then, hey, uh, you know, goodbye, Goku and friends. (laughs) So is Goku now as strong as Beerus? Oh, he surpassed them. That's something the uh, oh. the gods themselves fear, the god of destruction or creation. They, they fear that uh, uh, ultra instinct mode. That's the only thing that could defeat them. Oh, wow. hmm. And is it like, uh, remember when you told us last time about Dragon Ball, where you're like, oh, it doesn't get good until like episode 20 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> On this one, nah, it's just action packed. It's just the last 30, like I said, I've been watching 35 episodes because it, it just hooks you in. This whole uh, tournament of power just keeps on delivering with the great action. Um, you start uh, caring about uh, the sub-characters, Android 17, Android 18, Krillin, uh, to say the least, because he's like, my boy, we're both bald. Um, you start caring for Tian, who's, you know, he's been a mainstay in the original Dragon Ball, but in this one, he does a lot of great stuff. Also, uh, Master Roshi, he gets down, he starts fighting old perverted old man, you know, but dude, there's just so many great uh, storylines within this whole tournament of power. Um, it's a shame it's going to come to a conclusion uh, very, very soon, but it's only because they kind of wanted a break. They didn't want to do this uh, tournament of power, but since it's in uh, high demand, they're just like, hey, we're going to give this to you guys. And they're going to close it out, hopefully with a bang, maybe with a cliffhanger, because they want to go on break. They're going to release a new movie coming out in the middle of the year, and then they'll be back, uh, hopefully 2019. Uh, very latest would be 2020. So uh, I'll keep my eye out on this series for a good while. All right. Uh, James, what about you? Uh, and the, 
or show I can recommend definitely on Netflix. It's kind of a documentary. It's called Ugly Delicious. Have you seen this by any chance? Oh, yes. I was looking at the episodes and I wasn't sure if this was a gross out show, like a Bizarre Foods or no. No, Okay, because that's what I was concerned about. (laughs) Based on the title. Um, So basically, it's just about this chef. Uh, He's a chef of the the restaurant brand uh, Momofuku. And basically, he goes around and trying to kind of like uh, talks about how different parts of the world uh, uh, for the same food type treat each different food type. For example, pizza, how, uh, how it's technically originated for Italy, but how Japan has pizza too, but carries more of, uh, does more of the Italian method than even they do in Italy. And how um, he's pretty much saying how food elitis- elitism is pretty much you know BS and all that stuff. Regardless of where it's from, uh, different nations can make it their own style. So for the first episode, it's definitely pizza. Second episode is barbecue, kind of like how you know barbecue how we treat it is you know pork or or stay, beef on the ri- uh, on on bone and you cook it and all that. But there's also Korean barbecue, there's uh, teriyaki barbecue and all that stuff. And how we would never consider that like classified as barbecue food, even though it technically is and it's from different countries. And same thing with the taco and how the uh, different nations uh, do their version of the taco. So definitely recommend it. It's going to definitely make you hungry, uh, but also open your eyes on certain uh, certain aspects and things around the world that uh, you never would think of. And uh, it's very beautifully shot. I imagine on a uh, HDR TV, it's going to look great as well. Nice. Uh, another thing I would recommend really quickly on Netflix is Really, really cool. I, uh, really brief. It's only about an hour long, but I definitely suggest you guys checking it out. It's this show called, not a show, it's like a, a special called The Push. Uh, basically, it's a social um, social experiment where uh, the concept of this is if they can ha- uh, trick somebody to actually commit murder this, yeah. uh, by pushing this person, <laughs> yeah, by pushing someone off a uh, building. And the way they set this up and how they get these guys, uh, it's like really thorough and, and it just escalates uh, crazier and crazier. Uh, so basically this mentalist uh, first gets a group of people and see if they are very social compliant. And then based on that, they choose like the people that they're going to try to mess with. And uh, it's crazy. I don't want to spoil anything, but definitely give it a shot. It's about an hour long. And first in your mind, you wouldn't think like, yeah. oh, why would anyone, okay, how can anyone get be tricked to murder? But you'll get an understanding of uh, the things that happen, how it goes along, how some certain people are pushed to a certain limit uh, and what they are thinking during this process. At first, you kind of think it's over the top and then like fake um, uh, because there's things that involves possible, you know, bodies and such. And you would think, oh, how would someone not know if that's not real or not? But you definitely go into that stuff uh, maybe after the fact. But you'll just give it a shot. I don't want to spoil anything. But it's definitely crazy to think uh, that certain people are able or uh, able to have that in them to do certain things. Do they win a prize at the end? No, there's yeah, no prize because they, they don't know they're anyone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's pretty much it. Dollars, I, <laughs> I, I will say this: there's, it shows multiple people, uh, but not everyone does it. Not everyone uh, does, and then you kind of see the process of because this guy's a mentalist so he knows the human psychology of why this person might now did this or chose this path um it's pretty crazy to see so definitely check it out it's about an hour um and it shouldn't be too much of your time but uh, a very entertaining and interesting subject and lastly highly recommended star wars rebels i know i always bring this up on here it has finally ended its series finale just happened season four uh season four yep it's completed and boy this last six episode arc uh, very emotional and and crazy, and it goes to places that you don't oh, expect, and also ties into the original trilogy. But man, what a great! And I, I even think, because normally in most shows, first season is usually the best. Uh, in this specific season, because I know, because this 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 show, they knew where it was going to end from the beginning, because they knew it was going to be a four season th- arc, and so they told their story without having to drag anything. Uh, definitely, the season four is the best season. Uh, and probably one of the best finales in a wow. TV show in a while. And this is coming from a quote-unquote kids show. So I uh, highly well, recommend it. You reminded me fan. to dust off my copy of season two that I forgot that I had. <laughs> and I'm going to continue to watch it. And I think at least season um, 
three is still on DVD or Blu-ray, I should say. And so then I can just pick that up. And mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I gotta wait for season four if it just ended. Oh man, yeah, it's it's so good the way uh, certain things happen in it. So you would quite cool. enjoy it. All right. Well, for myself, I'm gonna touch on two things on Netflix really quick. Number one was uh, I just want to preface this that I didn't choose this show. My girlfriend wanted to watch it, uh, but yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. on record? Is that but, record? But she wanted to see the uh, new Queer Eye show on Netflix. Me, so. Now, I don't have any problem with, uh, um, you know, gay people or, or anything it, like it that. It kind of sounds like you no, do. No, 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 but it's just, I it. only yeah. say that because it's why, not something you, that I would normally watch in my rotation, not that there's anything wrong with it. Why, why, why would you have to blame yeah. your girlfriend? But you know what? Cool. Look, we're open minded. But, but all know? this to say that it wasn't my idea to go into the show, but I effing <laughs> love this show. Let me just say that. It was it was funny and it was really interesting. You actually learn things about fashion. And uh, hey, you know, hey. each person brought something to there's like five people in the group, and they each bring something and you one of them teaches them how to cook. One of them teaches them how to style. One of them teaches how to uh, decorate their house. And it was pretty cool. And What show is this? No, you I still said, have I said it was clear. the name of the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the new one on Netflix. And I don't know if they okay. – I don't think they still call it Queer Eye for a Straight Guy. I think that's – the full title was probably for the TV show because this is a reboot of it. And as I understand it, it is not the original group. It's some new people. Is this yeah, it's a show, a show on Netflix, or is this a movie? and it is uh, eight episodes, okay. and uh, about an hour each. And, uh, you know, in one way, it's kind of cool because it reminds me of what it's like to watch TV, uh, reality TV, because, you know, I, I've been off the, the cable, so to speak, for a really long time, and this feels like a TV show, you know? Um, oh, wait, so it's a reality yeah, show? Yeah, so, like, basically, all right, let me set it up for you guys uh, then. No, 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 no. Fiction. There's five. There's five gay people, okay. guys, that are showing up, and they happen to pick uh, Georgia, and they're going to different cities, and and like the friends would have like written a letter to the show, like, "Hey, my friend needs a makeover. He dresses like a slob. Can you please hook him up?" And then they'll they'll come to there. They'll talk to him. They'll see his background. See what he does for a living. Uh, then they'll do him a makeover. They'll show him how to cook for himself. They'll show him how to improve his house. They actually redo certain portions of his house. Actually, yeah, not the whole thing, but certain portions of the house. And it looks amazing. And you learn about fashion. You learn about, okay, well, with this body type, you need to be wearing this. And, uh, you know, basically wear slim jeans and, uh, buy stuff that's in your size. That seems to be the consistent thread throughout the clothing so advice. no X large for me then. No, All no, right. sir. Wear, wear your no, size. No, no, no sagging. I don't no, want to sag. Nope. This it's is no longer in fashion. <laughs> no. What? No. Man, I got I to gotta upgrade. Okay. I got to see but this Mondo, I love that transition because speaking of which, the 90s, this show on Netflix, I've only seen, to be fair, maybe two or three episodes, but I'm loving it. It's called Everything Sucks. Isn't it good? Yeah. Uh, in, in the, I'll read you the INDB description. In 1990s Oregon, members of a high school AV club clash with the drama club, and it's a comedy. The episodes are about a half hour each. And uh, it's just for someone that did grow up in the 90s, you're recognizing a bunch of things and like like the certain juice and snacks that they have or what they're wearing, the music that they're listening to. And it's a, not, a lot of references to the 90s. And it's just a, a good comedy, and it's like you know, it's just kind of nerdy kids trying to uh, adapt in school. And then there's the drama club that happens to be kind of picking on them and how their interactions are and stuff like that. So, uh, James, I think if you haven't seen this, you would totally dig it. And Mondo, it sounds like you liked it as well. Did you actually finish it? Uh, no, I saw the first. Uh, again, uh, I should stop doing this at work. Hopefully, work doesn't find out that I'm actually watching, you know, Netflix on, <laughs> on the job. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw the first 15 minutes. So I was like, man, this is pretty spot on. You know, just like uh, uh, it's a really good show. It's really funny, and I'm like, damn, I wish I can watch more. But um, ha ha ha. Uh, hopefully, I'm getting a day off soon, and uh, I'm just gonna binge that. Yep, that's uh, everything sucks on Netflix. James, do you think you'd be interested in this? Yeah, I have my eye on that. I, it always interested me from the outgo. I just haven't had a chance to check that out. I think next on my playlist is uh, Jessica yes. Jones season that two. Out? Yes, it came out about a week ago, last week. Okay. Oh, last, last Friday. Friday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some video game talk, guys. Um, 
James, Final Fantasy VI, uh, I know you've played this before. What's going on here? It's the right. goat, right? Uh, it is the goat. Still is the goat. Uh, I was recently inspired to go back to it because uh, Retro Knots, a podcast that I follow, recently did a episode on it, and it just brought back so much uh, the things they were discussing, so much memory and fun, uh, just just everything about that game, the nostalgia of what they were talking about, just really amped me up to go back to the game. So I downloaded an emulator on my phone because I didn't want to get the mobile version because that's like a shoddy port from what I'm hearing. And uh, just loaded up the uh, for it to, on the go because yeah, I do have it on the SNES Classic, but I rather, well, I rather, I rather play this on the go. So I can just jump onto it anytime and then go through it. And boy, this game still holds up. There's a lot more random generated battle generated battles than i remember but the story uh still great i forget how much influence by star wars there is in the game uh outside of vixen wedge uh everyone knows that um there was a a section where you are as Locke, and he you have to steal this soldier's clothes and when you save celeste she even does the same joke where it's like oh you're shorter uh you're pretty short for a soldier or whatever uh so that was pretty cool but man, this game breezes really fast. Like all the things I remember back in the day, I kind of thought it was like in a longer string. But then when I when I look back and then play it during the, uh, the I guess maybe because I was younger, everything seemed a little bit more epic than it was. And uh, playing it as uh, now, it feels actually a lot quicker than I remember. Um, and boy, this game still holds up. I love every single character in this game. I haven't gone to the world of ruin yet. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but. There's a, a, a significant portion of the game where the game totally changes, uh, the world ends essentially, and then you have to kind of start over. I haven't gotten there yet, but I feel like I'm getting super close to it, and then I'm definitely going back to beat this game again. And I put a pretty good, a decent amount of it since it's on the go. It's on my phone. I can play it any time. I put at least you know 15 hours in it so far, and I'm loving it uh, even till this day. And the game is pretty easy, I think, because they throw so much fights at you that are not not hard. But you fight so much that you level up so fast uh, that uh, you're pretty much OP by the time you get to specific uh, like bosses in the game. Oh, and boy, yes. what a great soundtrack! Uh, what a great soundtrack! Um, I would, I wouldn't say play it again, but if you were to play it again, put maybe uh, 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 some cheat codes on there, like a game genie code, so that way you can breeze through the game and just go through the story again. But I don't, I didn't mind the the the. Turn-based action is pretty perfect for the phone because I don't need precision. Just, you know, it's like attack, magic, and all that stuff. So, uh, And then I forget how extremely dark this game is, for especially for the time. Like, everyone has extremely tragic stories. Uh, Cyan, his whole family getting killed by Kafka. Uh, whole, the whole Edgar and Sabin, the brothers. How Edgar pretty much sacrificed his life so his brother can live his life. It's crazy. Uh, I still love this game and would still say this is the greatest of all time. Well, it's certainly the greatest of the uh, uh, 2D ones, I would say. No, it's greatest of all. I would time. say among all it of them. On, <laughs> I would say IGN's all uh, top 100. No, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, some GameStop sent me, I forget, uh, Game Informer's top 100 RPGs of all time. And that was number one. So, hey, that's a well known publication. So, <laughs> hey, they, they back up, yeah, they back up James's uh, claim for uh, Final Fantasy VI being the GOAT. I guess I'm the only one. There's a, no Seven, one right? <laughs> I finally have validation. <laughs> uh, I mean, does tactics count yeah. in there? And that, yeah, to that's, me, that's I'll put that I, in there. That 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 came in. Like, I would put uh, that as the top as well, but I don't think the story as as uh, it's a little bit more complex and a little is. bit more confusing because the characters, since, since you are uh, you're buying soldiers, the uh, most of the time that your characters that you're playing with are not necessarily the main characters in the game. So I would still knock that a little bit down. That's probably the top five, yep. but I wouldn't say it's number one. Well, that's a conversation that could be had. I, I think I remember uh, playing this on PlayStation 1 because uh, I missed it on Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, I sure did, the but there was nothing else because uh, you know I couldn't find back copies. I didn't have my Super Nintendo at the time. So yeah, I, I had to play through the whole thing that way. Because uh, I kind of came to Final Fantasy somewhat late, uh, you know, probably in my twenties. Yeah, and you beat it. And yeah, did you beat it as well? Damn! So this I well, took I twice as long on my hands to back then. To <laughs> Not so much now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel you. But yep, still sticking to my claim. FF6 is the best of all time. Uh, another game I've just started, uh, just recent event that happened on Rainbow Six Siege is called uh, Outbreak uh, Operation Chimera. So this is an event. Uh, sadly enough, I don't know why they make it an event because this should be a permanent mode. It's pretty much their version of Left 4 Dead. It's pretty much a whole ex- uh, expansion that's it's you know that's free. I'm surprised they even give it away as free. Uh, you pretty much choose three guys, and you guys have to work together to do to uh, do objectives throughout this level. But these uh, you know zombie hordes keeps rushing you. It's pretty much exactly like Left 4 Dead in terms of that gameplay and style, but with the the gunplay of Rainbow Six and the destructible environment, so they can break the walls or blow up things. It's it can, they can come out of anywhere. In comparison, highly recommend it. I hope they make it a. a uh, a permanent mode, and I'm surprised it's free because everything is new assets. Uh, they make whole cutscenes for it and everything, and it's free. Well, That's free the best if you have it, the so. base game, right? Uh, well, yeah, just the game. Any version okay. of the game, it's it's free. It's it's just part of the event. The only thing that's not free is the operators for the new uh, the characters. It kind of like okay. injustice, like those characters is part of the same things. But this mode is uh, uh, free with the game. And uh, quickly, I just want to bring up is uh, how disappointed were you, Ron, that we did not get that chicken oh, dinner? Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> I'll tell the story. We had the numbers. I think, uh, what was it, five on two initially? initially no, we well, got initially. It down to four uh, t- versus one. Then, the four was wow, our team. Right. Yeah. And uh, so on paper, this thing was a wrap. All we had to do yeah. was swarm the guy. Yeah. But- and. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe know, we got too cocky. And I, I handed over. It was, I was going to be the distraction. I hardly could land any bullets on him. Uh, and then James got killed, and then I got killed, and then our other two guys. You know, they're good. I don't want to downplay their skills or whatever. But somehow they just couldn't close the deal on that guy, and uh, he just came around him. And uh, wow, the closest I've ever been to a chicken slip from my hands. It was like. It was that feeling when yeah. you have it in your grasp, like I was you, you just it. like you like you can. Was it like that one time when I went one on one with that one guy? Uh, I that it's not. I mean, it's intense. It was different because you were one on one, and that's a little bit more intense. But for us, yeah, we, we pretty much should have had. We thought we had. We, had, oh, we, we were all yeah. We were all alive. Uh, for you, it, it was, Amanda, it was a little tougher because you were all by yourself. We were literally. <laughs> Just like, we're all alive. That never happens. It's rare like, that did we're you guys around the guy. Like, what, what happened? We should have all we we had a tree. We all just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got picked one by one. I can't believe that. And he took us all out. That guy must have been like, like the oh, most 100%. happy feeling of all I'm, time. I'm sure he's <laughs> telling the story at all his friends today. And us, we're like the choke fest, man. We had that in our hands. So, what a what yeah. a great game! <laughs> so I guess I had chicken dinner uh, at least once, or no, not, not really, not yet, not me. No, not yet. Damn. That was the closest, probably yeah. since my first one. So, and that was a long time ago. That was close to launch when I when I got that when nobody was as good <laughs> as they are now. Uh, but yeah, it's a crazy feeling just to actually have everybody alive at the end. And we got we finally did, and we couldn't uh, yeah. we couldn't handle oh, yeah. the pressure. And I will say the stability has improved a bit. It doesn't judder when enemies are nearby. Um, they did something where they got rid of the little picnic tables and uh, weapons in the loading section, so that it now loads quicker. So I, I'm appreciating those improvements there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about another game that needs improving. Um, I recently got on uh, the Destiny 2 servers, uh, Destiny 2 by Activision and uh, Bungie there. Um, they brought back Iron Banner. Now, I was thinking like, oh, okay, um, this is going to be the old school Iron Banner where it does the ranking system. Nope, it's it's pretty much the same um, with the new refresh look. Um, I have already done everything there is to do in Iron Banner except get the, uh, I guess, the alternate version of the uh, armor pieces. So... I guess I'm just pretty much grinding for that. But other than just playing Iron Banner, I, I don't see myself uh, getting back in this groove uh, into Destiny 2 anytime soon. Just for Iron Banner, because I, I really like well, the multiplayer Well, until the new expansion comes aspect. out, probably, right? But, but then, yeah, but then here's my thing. Like, okay, so remember Uriel's Gift, was, which was this uh, automatic energy weapon? Yeah. Total garbage now. 
um i forgot which uh auto rifle killed me and i was like asking you and you know you know me when i get back into a game i'm gonna complain for about 15 20 minutes <laughs> i'm pretty much raging a fit and then um i actually had that i, I forgot what it was called but it's this it's identical to the uriel's gift it's a 450 mag uh same it's the an number, auto rifle. positive outlook there you go that's the one yeah. positive outlook um it wrecks it owns and i should have uh spent all my points in um what was that the master grade masterworks uh masterworks master bateman uh should have done the uh my bad sorry about that guys uh so i should have done the masterworks on that weapon because uh for the life of me i can't really do double kills with the uh andy opti which is a submachine gun um i was able to do it uh last night only because uh i started playing a little bit smarter uh you know with the head on my shoulders kind of going with my with the team trying to stick together and i was pretty much taking everybody else's kills sorry guys if you guys you know are listening and play destiny 2 I, I do apologize i do tend to do that and uh yeah in order for me to get kills now i really have to stick with the group there's none of this like uh, go at it alone kind of deal. Yeah, now. that may be changing so. in today's uh, news update that they did. So we'll see. But uh, for now, the, it if you do not stick with your team, you're going to lose. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's and Mondo, I will say, I think with all due respect, that is a, maybe a bit rustiness on your part because I had that same Orioles gift and uh, it was doing just fine for me. So, uh, But it is going to get nerfed in the next uh, update. Okay. Uh, I'm Mr. Iron Man. Right. <laughs> I just didn't know they were doing it this week. Yeah, and uh, you know this this game continues to be something that is like, you know, when you only have a little bit of time to play. Like I can, I feel like I can achieve something, right? If I like just unlock a certain engram or do a couple of strikes, it's something that's like comfort food for me. Like I, I just like to go back to it. Now I don't have that same kind of hunger for it like I did with Destiny One. It's not the same game. I'm I'm very aware of that, but I still like to go back to it and just unlock weapons and try different things out. So it's something that I still pop in kind of a couple of times a week for me. Yeah, I want to go back to those days where we were staying up until like 2, 3 a.m. just trying to beat, you know, like the raids and stuff because they were actually fun to do. Now it's just like, eh, let me see what I can do. Just a strike and I'm satisfied. Uh, they really got to change that. They got to change the, uh, the end game tremendously to get, to pull back their fan base. Yeah, um, we'll, see. we'll see what happens. Uh, these changes have been slow to come out. Uh, I understand that it does take some time when you're revamping major systems. So we'll see. Uh, aside from that, um, I've just been trying to brush up on some of the games that I have on my hard drive that are like just sitting there, you know, like the, the games you get from Xbox Live. And I, I, just in bits and pieces, I like popped in uh, Oxen Free last night, James. Uh, it seems interesting. I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. Um, I tried out Forza Horizon because it had a, a new 4K patch for it. Um, well, it looks great, but when you got Forza Horizon 3 sitting on the hard drive that you haven't passed, I mean, I'd rather play that. Um, but is it catching any dust, okay. though? Because it's digital, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's digital, and it got the you know performance upgrade you know that some of these Xbox 360 games got. So it looks good. So I will say if you, if you maybe didn't finish it or, or want to go back to it, it, it looks great if you have a... Are, are all those things for 1X only, uh, James? Those performance things? Not the 4K, the 4K but I guess like the, yes. the performance, like 60 frames per second and things like that on 360 games. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't. I haven't heard any game going 60 oh, okay. because of X or uh, but it's just to... Uh, more stable frame rate, anti-aliasing, V-Sync, all that stuff. All the uh, the little detail options are now enabled. But uh, into everything else, I think only games that have unlocked frame rates will have the improvement regardless yeah. of which system you have. So uh, that, that's pretty much it. And uh, I, I kind of forgot that I started Mafia 3, and I should probably get back to that before more games come out. But it's a bit of a dead time right now. Is there anything you guys are kind of looking forward to that uh, you want to buy soon? Uh, yes. uh, sea of Thieves. Yeah. So that comes out in a couple of weeks. And then I think the month after that is God of War, um, in which I may or may not buy a mm. PS4 Pro for that game. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mondo. Thanks for talking sense into me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Uh, sooner or later, I do want to get a PS4 Pro, but uh, not anytime soon. I am looking forward to uh, Kirby coming out next week. I believe it's the 16th, right? And um, Yep, the Allies, is that what it's called? Kirby correct. Star Allies. And uh, man, you know what, James? Uh, that's a great transition into the news of the week. <laughs> I like it. News. I like the song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, tell us more about Nintendo Direct announcements. Because the list looks really, really amazing. Yeah, Nintendo kind of came out of nowhere and announced a direct day for the next following day. And they announced some pretty big things. <clears throat> First and foremost, let's get this out of the way, finally. <laughs> uh, a new Super Smash Brothers is finally coming out. And this year, uh, what, a, what a surprise. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, quote-unquote, a new version, kind of like Splatoon 2, I would think, where it's kind of like a 1.5, but with new things added to it to make it like a new game. I think that's how they got to develop it so fast. Uh, Right off the bat, it's probably going to feature the Splatoon characters in there, which were not in the prior ones. Um, Well, hold on. The next following thing is if you are Splatoon... Let's see if we're into them. Okay. Okay. I'm in. I wanted Um, a Smash from the beginning, so... Okay, totally for me, I feel like Smash Brothers is something that on paper I would love. All these characters, a little bit of a fighting game, but I just never can get into those games. And uh, especially in the tournament version where people basically turn off all the things that make it fun, all the, the items. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't care for these games. So that's a, a pass, even though I don't even have a Switch, but a pass for me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think... Uh, Day one with James for Super Smash Bros. Uh, for the Switch. This is going to be a lot of fun. Not only are you going to have Super yeah. Smash Brothers, but you're going to have it in, you know, uh, in these better graphics. Uh, it's portable. You know, I mean, Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS was portable, but I mean, you got it on the Switch. You can play against other people yeah. online. Being, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> right. And look, <laughs> and, and being uh, portable is like a huge, huge, like, bonus for all of this stuff i think it's part of the selling factor is that you could take it anywhere i can just pop it at my desk and play multiplayer real quick with someone else with just the switch itself because the joy cons become a controller as well and these are like casual based fighting games where it's fun just to have everybody in a group and local multiplayer Uh, i know people play it like you mentioned where it's competitive without the things that's not my style either i prefer the chaotic action of everything it's very simple and uh, I'm very excited for this announcement. Finally, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm just curious to know which guest characters are going to come back or uh, new ones that are, that are going to pop up. I know recently they had, what, Bayonetta, Cloud, Ryu, and they had Salt Snake at one time before as well. And also Pac-Man. Pac-Man, right? and Sonic. Uh, well, didn't they confirm that one of the Splatoon Sonic, characters yeah. is going to be in the new game? Yeah. One of the Sp- yeah. Well, that's oh, a Nintendo property. I'm talking about a third-party uh, Yeah. The party yeah. uh, edition, so we'll see. Yeah. And speaking of Splatoon, uh, moving on to the direct news, there's going to be a whole single-player expansion for it, uh, along with, I believe, uh, like 100 pieces of new gear nice. or whatever for uh, their, for yeah for free, which is nice. Um, another exciting news is the release date of Mario Tennis yes. Aces. That's going to be out in June. Hell I'm excited yeah. for this as well. haven't had an arcade uh, tennis game in quite a while. Also, another cool... Game that will benefit from being portable. Just take it out, play one on one with someone else real quick with you uh, on the fly and on the go. I'm super excited for that. And it has a uh, story mode, which um, would excite Mondo and I because we love those Mario RPG style yeah. games, kind of like Golf Story. Uh, so anything that involves that Big is yeah. uh, Ace. Uh, f- moving on is that Kirby Star Allies also got announced uh, really quickly for next week, March 16th. I think the demo is out now oh, today man. too. So if you want to try it, Mondo, definitely uh, give it a babe, shot. You have the Switch. Go uh, ahead and get that right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Mondo. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, this one looks really, actually, really good. Uh, if you guys check out the video, of it, it's called Octopath Traveler. It's this RPG is made by Square, it's exclusive for the Switch, where it, uh, it looks like it's uh, homages those old 16-bit error uh, RPGs such as Final Fantasy uh, VI. So um, that one I'm going to wait on reviews on, but definitely has a cool style. What about you guys? Uh, what's it called again? Direct. Octopath Traveler. Oh, yeah. I like, it has, like, 16-bit sprites. but um, I, I'll wait for reviews yeah, on like it. it. I don't know if it's a system seller for me. No, I like it. I like the mm. uh, old-school look to it. It's going to be great. 
Yeah, and it's by Square, so hopefully they'll channel their inner, their like old, you know, their old school ways. And, and cloud, uh, it's, you know, <laughs> and probably have a cloud as a bonus character, of course. Uh, moving to the next one, they announced is uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker, uh, the Switch version, which originally came out we on the Wii, and uh, it's been it got great reviews. Everything got nines and ups. Yeah, would I say we or Wii U? Yeah, Wii U. So I, I was. This is one I want to pick up to. I never, I never had a Wii U, so I can't. Uh, I want to give this game a shot as well. Uh, it's probably nothing exciting for Wii U owners, but uh, for me that skips a couple generations of Nintendo, this is something to be excited for. Um, the next one is uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is coming on the Switch alongside with PC and Xbox, so it's gonna be everywhere. This Crash Bandicoot uh, trilogy. This is also a cool one that I would probably wait on a sale for. Um, because I haven't played any of the remakes of yeah. this. And, uh, I don't well, think they if, hold if up well. Any indication of how that little Easter egg it, in uh, Uncharted Four? I was like, yeah, these, I don't like these games. <laughs> it it just it just will look pretty. I think that's pretty much it. Um, another thing that's coming out, another old release, uh, but cool for people who haven't played it, I guess, and wants to get it on the go is Okami HD, yeah. uh, Dog Zelda, pretty oh, yeah. much. Okay, well, are you guys uh, gonna get it? Because the you, next one, you talking about how you like Okami, is... but you, you don't, you haven't picked it up. <laughs> oh, both oh, of you, both oh, of you. Oh, oh, look at this! Look at this! Look, look, look at this! Go pick up a switch before you can stop talking smack about about Smash. I'm just no, no, I know. It's exciting for people yeah. that haven't played it, but I, uh, I think we spoke to it the last time before. I remember it being the original game being a little too long, um, and I don't want to go. I don't need to go through that again. But it's cool for people that have never played it. Um, yeah, I think uh, a portable version would be something game. that could help you kind of get through uh, it faster. Maybe if you just take it with you, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, all of this stuff with the the switch, which is cool, you could take it with you. Uh, South Park's Fractured Butthole, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think I would have definitely finished it a lot quicker <laughs> on the Switch than I have on console. <laughs> I think this will be, this is better suited for yeah, and especially because um, the graphics yeah. don't matter. Portable you know? than anything, yeah, the Switch or anything. Yeah, yeah. So that's that would have been a cool thing to have at launch uh, if it came out at the time. But it's cool for people that haven't played it. Uh, Sushi Striker, the way of Shido. I don't know what this is. Uh, it's uh, for 3ds. I haven't. I'm not really following 3ds stuff. I know Mondo, you still have that, or both of you do. Uh, it looks like kind of like a simple, I don't know. No thanks. Conveyor belt game. I don't know. Doing sushi. sushi. Uh, next on Dark no Souls Remastered. Also for people that like this stuff, and also oh, are you sure wrong? Because that's a cool amiibo. <laughs> No, it's not cool. cool. It's dorky. And have an amiibo he's now. Doing like a little figure Y. He's a knight and he's dressed up and he's doing like a little figure Y. It's so dumb. Hey, it's just like the emos for Destiny Two. No, They're pretty awesome. dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that Dark Souls is a big game. A lot of people like that, so it's cool to have that on the go. And it's the remastered version, so it's enhanced uh, from the old 360 PS3 days. Um, moving on is a sequel to No More Heroes called Travis awesome. Strikes Again. Uh, and now it includes co-op gameplay. So that's pretty cool. And it's something new and different. So this is beat-em-up classic. Uh, another one is called Little Nightmares. It's kind of like a horror puzzle game, but you can use your Pac-Man amiibo for whatever <laughs> reason to unlock a special mask. I don't know how Pac-Man is associated, maybe because of my Namco. But uh, that's that. That doesn't interest me. Undertale, I hear a lot of people talking about this, um, and uh, it doesn't look doesn't the graphics don't look good. I have no idea what's going on based on the screenshots, but it's been getting highly great reviews. So maybe something that's on sale or if it comes out cheap. And uh, finally, you, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Yeah, is coming hey, out as I well. like them grinding, simple, you, mindless, mind numbing action where you just mash a button, <laughs> think you're doing something amazing. Right. <laughs> So yeah, lots of lots of crazy uh, big things coming out. So the, I believe Nintendo had probably one of the best first years in console gaming. I think with two of game game of the year, uh, uh, you know, pretty much game of the years uh, right off in the first year. So looking forward to what's going on moving forward. And just quickly, uh, want to briefly go over uh, other releases that are on other systems that they've announced as well. Call of Duty Black Ops okay, 4 is officially in confirmed. Kind of semi future. Uh, is it still going with that? Yeah, it's still so yeah, it's still going with that. I that 
it looks like it. They haven't officially confirmed it yet, but it looks like based on the teaser they show, it kind of looks like it, or maybe a, I don't know, altered future something. I don't know, um, but that is. Uh, confirmed to be revealed on May something, but it's going to be released October. You, you might 12th. like the slogan though. It does um, say "Forget everything you know." So, so yeah, that gives an implication that it's probably like either uh, kind of like Wolfenstein uh, is yeah. where it's altered history, which would be really cool if that's the case. Uh, I'd be down for that. Uh, but to be fair, all the campaigns have been good, regardless of what the content is. It's just the multiplayer is where people are. Uh, it's yeah, there's a lot of backlash about, about so it going in a future direction. People we'll see are how kind of over that, it seems. Yeah, and, and the true, but I thought uh, that future and the, yeah, the 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 wall wall running and all that stuff. People are getting tired of. Um, but in terms of the actual future for the uh, for the campaign, I can't. I would disagree with that. I think Infinite advanced warfare, warfare uh, is that advanced? Infinite. Infinite Warfare, yeah, yeah Infinite the, Warfare. That one was probably those one of the people best that complain about while, that play so. the campaigns. Uh, yeah, no. right. No, no, the people that complain about that yes. was the multiplayer. That one had the worst multiplayer of that. But yeah, you're right. The the people that complain about the games is, is the, yeah. it's, the the multiplayer reflects the game more than the campaign does. Um, and uh, lastly, I want to say that Burnout Paradise Remastered is now up on EA Access. If anyone wants to try oh, that out, so okay. giving everyone a heads up. All right. Well, one more piece of news, guys. This is just. Oh, oh, what is it? <laughs> oh, actually, hold the phone. Hold the phone. I forgot to mention. There's so much, so much happening uh, today. So, be quiet, Alexa. But uh, uh, to, uh the uh, oh, I'm excited, anyways. But they're announcing Division Two, oh, yes. or Division Two has been announced. So, alongside with a 4K update for the original uh, Division. So looking forward to I will to jump in on Division, Division 2, two but I'm not going back to Division 1. Too much Too much time Let's has go back passed. To Division too one. much time That's has so passed. I missed out on everything, dude. We can start over. It's Destiny 2. We missed out on everything. Let's go. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, all right. guys, I just wanted to get a bit of a pulse taking here as far as what we think about MoviePass these days because it's has been in the news recently. And they're kind of doing a lot of things that are all over the map here. Um, on the one end, there was this uh, issue in which a lot of people weren't able to buy a ticket for Red Sparrow because they were doing some type of experiment where they were trying to market it in certain markets and remove it in certain other ones to see if they could influence how many people would see the movie there. Um, one of the uh, executives was like quoted as saying, yeah, we're going to keep track of you when you leave the theater too. And uh, that later got proved out to be false, but uh, people were running with the story that the <laughs> app was tracking you out to your home. And uh, there's they've been battling with AMC because they're getting greedy and they want more of a cut of the ticket sales. And Oh, actually it was concessions. And then they've since removed it from 10 theaters. And, uh, you know, I was talking to Mondo about this the other day. He mentioned to me that he canceled this movie pass and I haven't seen a movie with it in at least – Two months. So, what's going on here, guys? Um, for one, I wish there was a, a pay-as-you-go kind of thing. Like, if you pay it for the month, like, you know you're going to use it. Uh, I wish you can use it there. And then just kind of, like, pause your subscription. Because I haven't seen – I haven't gone out to a movie theater in the last, what, like, actually November, December, and January. I recently started going yeah. uh, this month or late, late February. So, to me, it's just, you know what? Uh, there's all these other – it's March, Pondu. Yeah, there's no real big movies to go see. You're right. So uh, it's like it's like you know the off season for the movies, so to speak. So you know it's seasonal. I, I get it. So uh, I mean, as for me, do I want to go back? Maybe. I just wish there was like a uh, a different type of you know. I wish there was plans, so to speak. Like if you use it uh, during the time of the year. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. And yeah. Okay. Well, for well, for me, I'm happy and to have Movie Pass, and I'm going to continue using this. So, saw Annihilation, saw Black Panther third time the other day. I have no problem with Movie Pass so far, and <laughs> I'm going to write it till it goes I, down. And I saw Black Panther, but because I wanted to see it like opening day, you can't do those kind of in advance screening. And I bet you you didn't do it for your opening day tickets either. Am I right? No, of course not. But I did yeah, it for the consecutive so viewing. So it it is no a bit of a slow that. time, uh, and perhaps that's the problem. But uh, maybe things are kicking up. Uh, I do want to check out Wrinkle in Time this weekend, and hopefully I can get to see Annihilation. So maybe I'll start putting in some usage. But if like another month goes by and I don't do it, 
you know, I may consider canceling. But, you know, Mondo, what sucks is that apparently if you cancel in the fine print, it says you can't renew until like six, is it six or nine months, James? Have you heard of this? Nine months. Wow. Nine months. (laughs) So unfortunately, that takes you out of the summer season, right? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, man. I'm not complaining. Well, for me, I'm actually doing the opposite. I'm thinking of getting the annual pass because it equates to, I think, like six or six, seven bucks a month. And if I get to just do pay that one time, yeah, go as much it, as I want. I'm can you cool do it at this point, even though three months have passed in the year? Or is it go like 12 months from when you buy it? Okay. No, it's when you Okay. It's whenever you pay it. Whenever you paid for maybe it. Maybe so you, pay, the, you prepay it. Yeah, maybe I can just get the Yeah, that might work. There you go. Yeah, it's, it ends up equating cheaper than everything. But so far, it's been working great for me. I've been using it uh, pretty, pretty often. So I'm pretty happy All to right, have well, that. And it's been saving me a lot we'll of We'll see how it goes. We'll keep an eye on it. But uh, that's going to do it for us, everyone. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we go? Uh, let me ask you guys: Is are you guys excited that John Favreau was announced to writing write or directing Star Wars live-action series to write and produce? Uh, so far, right now, writing and producing. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he can't film the whole, every episode. It's probably going to be multiple directors, like every show. So, but he's going to be the optimistic uh, of the show. Yeah. yeah. Either way, well, good or bad, we're all going to see it regardless, right? It's going to be probably that Disney. It's going to be oh, that Disney one, streaming huh? uh, exclusive. <laughs> Live action show. So. One more subscription. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one that gets you. Yeah. So it's not going to Netflix. Let's say that. <laughs> All right. Well, so, uh, James, thank you to Facehugger for the music. Do you want to mention him up front? <laughs> uh, you just did. So I will reiterate <laughs> that. So thanks to Facehugger as always. And Mondo, any last words from his, you? Uh, music. Uh. <laughs> No. Okay, well, you have a great week. Have a great night. (laughs) Good night, guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. And congrats again, Mondo. Thank you, guys.